0: Ladies and gentlemen, it's a big, weird, wild world out there, folks, and here we stand. Al Pied del Cañon, ready for anything. I'm Rob. That's the Natch, and you're listening to the Bravo Show. <laughs> good morning, good people. You are joining us live at 8:30 a.m. Central European Time. It's 2:30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. 3:30 in the afternoon and for our friends in Hong Hong Kong and the Philippines. How are you doing out there, folks? I thoroughly tortured those poor elves this morning, and boy, did they give us a great show today. Today in 100 Humans, we're going to ask people to name reasons some people hate camping. (laughs) Razones por las que algunas personas odian acampar. Acampar, right, Camping. Thank you, thank you. In today's complete the news um we'll find out um what or who was screaming on um, in British Columbia Island Woo. and if we have time we'll um, talk about the Teletubbies as well just <laughs> keeping it relevant for the kids natch and today's unpopular opinion is the emphasis um el emphasis 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 Okay. El emphasis en lo natural suele ser erróneo y no siempre es mejor. The emphasis on natural, entre comillas, natural, is often misguided and not always better. The emphasis on natural is often misguided and not always better. Um, Yeah, and we've got some interesting news, some follow up um, news stories from earlier episodes. First, good morning to you, my beautiful warriors. Joining me in the live audience, we have um, Rafelka, Vero, Min, The Bridge, and others who have yet to say good morning. How are you doing, audience? Guys, going to need your help today. As always, I need your participation, especially today, because I left my glasses in the control, and I can't read the text. Ah, ah, ah. How are you doing, Natch? Very well, thank you. Yeah, me too, man. Me too. It's Tuesday. Tuesday, a false Thursday for me. Dude, I've got a toothache. Dolor de las muelas. What do you say? Dolor de muelas. Dolor de muelas. Oh, meow, meow, meow. Dude, I got toothache. So this morning at 6 (laughs) a.m. I sent the message to my dentist. Jamal, I need your help, my dude. (laughs) Yeah, oh, God. There is nothing worse. Have you ever had teeth extracted, Natch? Yes. (laughs) Okay. Did you have a false one put in, in its place? No, no, it was the what is the wisdom teeth. Ah, the wisdom teeth. Oh dude. Either way, I've had so much work done. When I first came back to Vaughan five years ago, and a period of like a year and a half of this guy fixing my teeth. This guy has bought a boat with the money that I've given him. And we got into the wrong business natch. We could we should have been dentists, you and I. Anyway, um, here we are at the very foot of the cannon, says the bridge. Al Pied del Cañon, on the front lines, we would say it in English. All right, I'll tell you what, guys, enough about my teeth and, um, and it being Tuesday. Let's see what's going on in the world. Um, all right, let's follow up on this story um, about Sam Altman, the former CEO of... Of OpenAI, Rob. Why do you keep on talking about this guy and this company, um, friends? It's one of the most important companies in the technological space right now. A company that was valued at almost ninety billion dollars. A company um, uh, that um, has ninety of the um, uh, of the. Top 100 companies in the world as its client list. It is an important company. Sam Altman, its for its former CEO, one of the most important guys in tech. So I got some mixed messages yesterday. Rob, you talk too much about um, AI. And Rob, thanks for reporting on AI. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know what to do for the best, Natch. I don't know what to do for the best. So if you're, if you're sick of the AI news, you know, I don't know. Stare at a wall for five minutes. Here we go. So, yeah, yesterday I reported that um, there was a coup at OpenAI o- on Friday afternoon after um, after we finished the show, something we couldn't report on. But um, the drama continues, my friends. The drama continues. Sam Altman, after being fired... By the way, this, this news roundup comes from two particular um, articles, one from The Verge and one from Business Insider. Um, Sam Altman, after being fired from OpenAI, is attempting to return to the company. But the situation remains unresolved. Altman and co-founder Greg, Greg Brockman are willing to come back if the board members who fired Altman step down. This follows um, a threatened mass exodus of OpenAI employees, including chief scientist Ilya Sutskeva, um, or Sutskever. I don't know how to pronounce his name. I'm going to be honest, guys. Um, that would, Dude, that would happen here, right? If Rob left, <laughs> Natch would be right behind me, wouldn't you, Natch? Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you, Tino, Marta. You just follow me out the door. If Rob's not here, I'm not here. Th- oh, thank you, Natch. Thanks. Not necessary. <laughs> Difference between Rob and Sam Altman, Natch is that when Sam Altman leaves, there are a list of companies offering to give him billions of dollars. (laughs) When I leave, I have three Patreons. (laughs) So best of luck to both of us. (laughs) Um, Hi there. How are you doing, Ronnie? Welcome, welcome. Sam Altman's story is very interesting. Thank you, Bridge. Yeah, a few people said that. This is a fascinating story. Very poorly handled his firing. Apparently, he, he knew only minutes before him... He and his and his um, partner in business, uh, Greg Brockman, they, they were made aware of the firing like minutes before it happened, minutes before the announcement was made, really, really poorly handled. So the other members of the board um, that that basically fired Sam, or Mr. Altman, um, one of them is Ilya Sutskeva, who is um, the chief scientist over at OpenAI. And in another surprising kind of turn of events, the OpenAI um, co-founder, the man that we mentioned earlier, Ilya, says he deeply regrets participating in the ousting of Sam Altman. He deeply regrets his involvement in the firing. Uh, Ilya, a um, co-founder and chief scientist of OpenAI, expressed deep regret over his involvement in the decision to oust Sam Altman from his CEO position. Sutzgeva stated, I deeply regret my p- participation in the board's actions. I never intended to harm OpenAI, emphasizing his commitment to the company's unity. But that's not the only thing that happened, right? Like, I, almost 90% of their staff, in an open letter to the board said, you guys step down, reinstate Sam Altman, or we all leave. But we all leave where? Okay, interesting development yesterday. Sam Altman um, has been hired by Microsoft, Natch. Microsoft owns 49% of um, of OpenAI, and they hired him and Greg Brockman. And... In a brilliant business move by Satya Nadella, the the CEO of Microsoft. In a brilliant move, he said, Don't worry, we will hire Sam and Greg and anyone who works at OpenAI and wants to come are welcome. Ouch. You've got to imagine those board members now are sweating like Thanksgiving turkeys. (laughs) Yeah, interesting, interesting development. We will obviously follow... Um, follow this story as it develops. My perspective: there, basic. What I would like to highlight here is there are a lot of conspiracy theories flying around out there that um, uh, that OpenAI had developed AGI and it made people nervous. I don't think that happened. Do you know what I think happened? One of the um, uh, one of the board members, Natch and, and friends, one of the board members of OpenAI is um, a founder of a company called, is it Noah or something like that? It's a service that basically, um, or POE, I believe, P-O-E. It's a service that helps people create artificial intelligence bots. What happened in the Dev Day announcement? Sam Altman says, now with ChatGPT, you can create bots. None of the board members in in OpenAI have a financial stake. It's um, a nonprofit organization. So this man may have been. This is my theory, and it and it hasn't been proved or stated anywhere. So take it with a grain of salt. I think this particular board member. I wish I could remember his name. Um, kind of organized this coup to protect his financial interests in poor. But that's just a theory. We'll see what happens. Um, Rafelka here says now is hired by Microsoft and is happy there. I read. Yeah, I mean he's got the support and backing of one of the most powerful companies in the world. I mean, if OpenAI hadn't shot itself in the foot, OpenAI would be one of the most powerful companies in the world. Here's my problem with Sam Altman and his team moving to Microsoft. The great thing about OpenAI is it's a non-profit company with um, a charter to create AI for the public good. Microsoft, as we all know, is a for-profit company. So that's where um, the bald man gets a little nervous. Sorry, yeah, sorry, I'm rambling on about this news story, but I do do consider this um, a real turning point, the way this um, news pans out, the best, thing that can happen right now for me, my friends, is that Sam Altman returns to OpenAI. The charter remains unchanged. It's a non-profit organization with um, Sam Altman at the helm with Greg Brockman, and he and Ilya, the other founder, can uh, make amends and move forward together. Um, there you go. So there's a little reflection on this news um, from OpenAI. Next, we've got another follow-up, Natch. Shakira. The famous Colombian yodeler <laughs> I don't know Maybe you're a Shakira fan Out there I don't know um, Shakira the Colombian pop star Has reached a settlement With Spanish prosecutors To avoid a trial in Barcelona Over allegations of failing to pay 14 million euros In Spanish income oh, In Spanish income tax My bad This is coming from uh, The Guardian um, so, the, yeah, the, this um, failure to pay was between 2012-2014. Jeez Louise, $14 million in taxes. Dude, her taxes are richer than me and you combined, Natch. Her taxes are richer than me, you, everybody that works at Vaughn combined. <laughs> oh, my God. As a part of the agreement, she admitted to the charges and agreed to pay a fine of $7.3 million, which is 50% of the amount owed. Um, excuse me. Excuse me, bald man raises his hand, excuse me, make her pay the whole thing. (laughs) There's a, you know, there's a weird, wacky idea for you. Why not make this millionaire pay all the taxes she's owed? Oh, she owes, sorry. Now, I don't understand, man. I don't understand why there's a different rule for the richest in society than there is for the poorest. You know, I, got, I once got hit by the Inland Revenue when I first came to Spain. I don't mind admitting it. I was stupid. When I first came to Spain, it took me a long time to get my residency. And when I eventually did get, at, like in England, you don't have to do um, a tax return. it's It happens automatically. <laughs> so when I first came to Spain, I just assumed every country was like that. And the first time I did my tax return, Hacienda was like, hang on a minute, this guy's been in Spain for years. Got a massive fine. How do you think they would have reacted, Natch, if I said, well, I'll tell you what, I'll pay half of it. You're welcome. <laughs> I'd probably be back in England right now. <laughs> Yet Shakira, you know you know why I think they're, um, I think her hips said she'd never do it again. And as we know, her hips don't lie. <laughs> and the Spanish courts thought, well, okay. Fair play. Thanks, Shakira's hips. Yeah. So yeah, she's agreed to pay fifty percent of the amount owed. Additionally, she accepted a further fine of four hundred and thirty eight thousand to avoid a potential three three year prison sentence. I don't make her pay the whole fourteen point five million to avoid a prison sentence. No. I mean maybe you're a massive Shakira fan out there, you're thinking, Shut up. Shut up, Rob. But I just I just see this as outrageous. Shakira stated that her decision to settle was driven by personal, emotional, and sentimental reasons, emphasizing her desire to uh, prioritize her career and children over over a lengthy legal battle. A singer, the singer who also faces a second tax fraud investigation in Spain. Oh my God, <laughs> had previously vowed to fight the accusations, which she deemed false. The settlement comes amid Shakira's move to Miami following her separation from former Barcelona and F- Spain footballer Gerard Piquet. Did I pronounce that right, Natch? Um uh, With whom she shares two children. There you go. How do you feel about that, Natch? Does that? Am I alone in the outrage about that? No, no, no. It's unbelievable for me. <laughs> I mean, in this article by the Guardian, it's just it's re- reported very dryly. That's what I enjoy about the Guardian. I would. I need to read the op-ed, the editorial article that is just saying, this is crazy. (laughs) Please, make this. She wants to avoid prison. Make her pay the full amount she's owed. Her and every um, millionaire, billionaire. What are we talking about? Billionaire, my friend. Um, Jalopnik.com had an interesting article reporting on some research done by Oxfam. Just 12 billionaires... Solo doce billonarios, just 12 billionaires, produce more emissions than two million average homes. Ouch. Just 12, solo doce multimillonarios produce más emisiones que dos millones de hogares medios. Jeez Louise. And then the European um, government says, no, we have to crack down on cheap flights. That's the problem, Natch. The poor people who want to go on holiday. <laughs> Not the private jets. No, they're good. They're, they, spit out, they spit out candy and rainbows. <laughs> it's Ryanair that's doing all the polluting, Natch. You didn't know that, but that's a fact. <laughs> so yeah, um, the article from Jalopnik Tired just titled just 12 billionaires produce more emissions than 2 million average homes highlights the significant carbon footprint of a small group of ultra-wealthy individuals. According to research from Oxfam, 12 billionaires, including Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, Elon Musk and others are responsible for nearly 17 million tons of CO2 and equivalent greenhouse gas emissions annually. This amount is um, comparable to emissions from powering 2.1 million homes or the output of 4.6 coal fired power plants. Jeez Louise, 12 people emit as much carbon as nearly five coal-powered power plants. That's nuts. The article points out the irony in these billionaires' public support for green technology and climate change mitigation, while their personal lifestyle and investments contribute substantially to carbon emissions. Yeah, this is, um, uh, is (laughs) like, you've heard me complain about the billionaire class before. Right, comrades. So, do I really need to tread old ground? How much better would the life would life be if maybe earnings were capped before they reached multi-billionaire status, and that money was re- redistributed among um, poorer people? Uh, just saying, just saying, just an idea, folks. Just an idea. Maybe if they couldn't afford a fleet of private jets, maybe they wouldn't. <laughs> maybe they wouldn't be pu- pumping out so much CO two into the air. Just an idea. I don't know. Hey. Eh? I'm not. Um, I'm not um, an eco scientist. Let's see what Min is saying here, joining us all the way from uh, the Netherlands. I'd also make the personal and emotional choice to do what I was legally required to do in the first place—not to go to jail. I'm happy that her morals turned around once she faced the consequences. Yeah, I mean the good news is there that you know she she's paying something. She's paying something, but 50% of what she should pay. And then to avoid prison, she's only paying half a million. I say only. I mean, most of us could live off that money for the rest of our lives. But still, she's paying uh, uh, 438000 um, to avoid going to prison. Send her to prison until she pays the whole thing. She'll be fine. She'll, she'll start yodeling and the rest of the inmates will fall in love with her honest hips. <laughs> All right, on that note, friends, let's go to today's Unpopular Opinion. Unpopular Opinion! Okay, friends, here we are, me and the natch, putting, um, making order from chaos, aligning people's <laughs> thoughts and hopes and dreams with today's Unpopular Opinion. A very broad one today um and something we're going to dive into in more detail i just wanted to introduce us all to a broader perspective of the idea of natural versus synthetic um nessa actually wrote out to, uh, wrote to me uh, um on instagram Nessa Vanessa she's um, been a, a live spectator in the in the chat on twitch.tv barat professional bohemian. She's been a member of the audience before you probably recognize her screen name. She said because the the unpopular opinion is the emphasis on natural or natural yeah, the in inverted commas um, is not d- always better or does not automatically mean better and she asked better than what? Um, which is a, you know, which is a fair point. I would say anything, anything we would consider unnatural, synthetic. Um, uh, and whether that is intelligence, as, um, uh, as has been the case over the last, um, certainly the last few years. Or whether that means um, our appearance, our bodies, or even the cosmetics that people use, medicines. I mean, of the broadest possible stroke, natural is often misguided and not always better than synthetic because we tend to believe we see that marketers use that word right how many times have you seen on a bottle of shampoo 100 percent natural ingredients <laughs> you know as if that's going to stop your hair from falling out i mean come on so here we go that's the today's unpopular opinion el emphasis uh emphasis lo natural siempre mejor um where do you land on this one Nach? what do you think I think it's false you think false natural always better not always but almost always yes. almost always except okay. for some cases like medicines for example <clears throat> okay I'm gonna see if we can um if we can broaden it out a little bit today in the, in the show Let's see, I've got some messages, some initial takes on this in the chat. Let's um let's read. Not everything of natural origin is beneficial to health. Even some of the worst poisons come from nature. Animals and plants. True story. <laughs> true story. Yeah. Now con- now contains deadly nightshade. <laughs> yeah, no. Anyway, let's continue. Good Rob. Send her to prison sounds far kinder than off with her head. Yeah, true story. Yeah, look, I'm not calling for I'm not calling. <laughs> I'm not calling for a, like a second French revolution. I'm just saying, you know, maybe we could take a look at the economy and see who it's actually working for. Like, they, okay, last point on this. If the economy can create wells where people can accumulate billions of dollars while, while other citizens are struggling, making a choice between heating their homes and eating, there's a problem. There's a, There's a problem with the economy that's all I'll say. Anyway, so let's get into this. Um, Of course, I thoroughly tortured the elves this morning and they gave me some amazing pro and con um, points for this argument in the pro column, agreeing that natural, uh, the emphasis on natural, it's often misguided and not always better. Misleading marketing Here we go. The term natural is often used in marketing to create a perception of superiority or safety, which can be misleading. Not everything labeled as natural is inherently safer or better for health or the environment. Now, Natch here, he did a fair point point to him say that I would agree natural is better almost 100% of the time, except for medicine. And yeah, that's a fair point, right? Um, But for the environment even you know cows are natural a cow's <laughs> okay yeah here's a great here's a great example you know that the, the the tragedy of of the vegan snatch is that they're 100 percent right and no one cares <laughs> like the the cattle farming produces so much methane gas that it's a massive problem for the environment that is those are those aren't created in a lab. Those are actual grown cows. Okay, you might argue that it's unnatural, that we have, our population has exploded to the point where we need that much um, meat. That would be a fair argument that I would um, listen to. Anyway, let's continue. The lack of lack of regulation. In many industries, the term natural isn't strictly regulated, allowing for broad interpretation and potential misuse. True story. True story. Um, uh, there, there's a common fallacy that assures natural products are automatically better or safer than synth- synthetic ones, which isn't always true. Some natural substances are harmful, and many synthetic substances are beneficial and well-researched. I mean, the big explosion in, um, in petrochemicals, for example, has generated a whole suite of um, ways to treat illnesses. Don't get me wrong. Right, there is, there there is a medicine derived from the bark of a willow tree. We call it aspirin. It's very good, but most, um, but a shocking amount of the medicines we take to treat illnesses are, are derived synthetically. All right, let's get into the cons. Right, um, probably probably these would um, ring true for Natch and those of you who voted false today environmental concerns. Here we go. Often natural products, especially when um, sustainably sourced, have a lower environmental footprint in terms of chemical pollution um, and ecological impact. Many people find that natural products, particularly in food and skincare, are less likely to cause allergic reactions or health issues. Emphasizing natural products can encourage sustainable practices in agriculture and other industries, promoting biodiversity. And finally, the push for natural products is sometimes aligned with ethical considerations, such as animal wealth, welfare and fair trade practices. All good points. All good points. I have, um, I have thoughts on this. Um, I see in the chat, Eugene here, joining us from R- Russia, has some points too. I would encourage you to write more. I'm going to post a poll in the chat, and you will tell me, The emphasis on natural is often misguided and not always better, true or false. I have my opinions. I don't care about those. I care about yours, friends. Guys, so many things you could have been doing this morning. Instead of doing those things, you took the time to spend some time with me, and it means the world. See you soon. Hey, guys. If you'd like to support the show, you can do so on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash professional bohemian. There you'll find vods of the episodes as they are recorded live, blogs, vlogs, and behind the scenes content. If you'd like to watch the show live, you can do so on twitch.tv forward slash professional bohemian and you can participate in the polls we use in the show on Instagram at professional bohemian or Twitter at pro boh, P-R-O-B-O-H. Okay, on with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. You're listening to The Pro Bowl Show. If you're live, it's currently 9 a.m. Central European Time, 3 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. 4 p.m. for our friends in Hong Kong and the Philippines. Wow. Um, If you're just tuning in, you have missed a hell of a show. Uh, We followed up on the news of Sam Altman's ousting. um, One of the people responsible, um, the chief scientist, Ilya Sutskova, he seems to deeply regret his decision to participate in, um, in that, given that it's causing... An immense um, amount of problems for for the people there. There was an open letter written to the board, um, signed by almost ninety percent of the staff at OpenAI, saying, "If you don't, if the board doesn't step down and and repl- and put Sam Altman back in his position, we will all leave. We'll follow Sam to Microsoft, who recently hired Sam Altman and Greg Brockman." Uh, An interesting story. These things are still in development. Every day there's um, new information. I will keep you apprised to the best of my ability. Uh, Next, we followed up on Shakira. Shakira, Shakira, whenever. (laughs) Shakira, you want to go to prison? Whenever, whenever. (laughs) Um, Shakira has um, um, struck a deal with uh, Spanish prosecutors to avoid... paying um or to avoid uh, prison and to avoid paying the full amount of the 14.5 million she owes in taxes between the years 2012 and 2014 make a pay is what i say a lot of laughter in the chat there how are you doing con man joining us from south africa how are you doing sir um yeah i know you you thought thought for a second wow he's got shakira in the studio no, oh, no, no. That was my um, that was <laughs> that was my singing practice for the day. Um, all right, and then finally uh, we looked at an interesting article based on some research by Oxfam, how twelve billionaires, including Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, Elon Musk, um, produce more emissions than of than two million average households. Twelve people. Wow. Um, and then finally, we do- dove into our unpopular opinion today, which was the emphasis um, on natural is often misguided, is often misguided and not always better. My thoughts on this one is, um, or where this came from, for me, is because I've, uh, you know, watching adverts that are pushed to you on YouTube, a big buzzword is always Natural natural this is natural product and i i i have the feeling that now natural um has has a weight of importance that is disproportionate to its actual value does that make sense don't get me wrong i'm not saying natural isn't important i am i just don't think it's necessarily always better in the in the chat here um, Eugene says true synthetic fabric clothing is much better for sports than natural clothing uh true story true story when you go to the gym and you're wearing those stretchy lycra leggings <laughs> or you know I have one of those kind of lycra tops that breathes and is um uh, you know allows allows the skin to breathe so that you don't sweat so much those that that wasn't that's not cotton friends <laughs> Um, And not just in clothing, not just in in pharmaceuticals, in almost everywhere. Um, The word natural has been adopted by marketing um, to say as a, you know, as a synonym for better. And I don't believe that's always true. You know, because when we say that, we kind of almost depreciate what has been human ingenuity in creating um, things that did not exist before. So let's um let's dive into some messages I got from Instagram. Before I do Natch, I made the poll on Instagram. The emphasis on natural is often misguided, not always better. How do you think people voted? They said false. They said false. Natch, you're on a, a losing streak two days in a row. They actually said true. 74%. Uh yeah, I was kind of surprised by that too. I thought people had been indoctrinated much more than they have been. 74% true emphasis. in lo natural suele ser erróneo y no siempre es mejor. So Elsie wrote out, how you do it, wrote to us Elsie, I think this is the first time you've written to us. She says, there's a lot of misconception about natural always being better. Um, I've seen that natural isn't a synonym for safe or effective. Um, but sustainability sustainability is key. Tina, um, writing to us for the second time, I get your points, but in my experience, going natural, especially with food, has immense benefits. Hmm. Here I suppose you're talking about GMO foods, right? Yeah, that's another thing, man. I, um, okay, natural foods are amazing, taste delicious, but very expensive. Very expensive to produce. I mean, have you been shopping in an organic supermarket, Natch? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me neither, for the same reason. <laughs> you yeah, know? They don't have a frozen pizza aisle. Screw those people. <laughs> it's expensive. Um, yeah, I'm sure we would all eat organic if we could. But if what GMO foods have given us are the ability to produce things faster, faster, um, I'll produce food faster, greater quantities, um, at less cost. Let's not forget there there are too many of us on the planet, you know? And has there been any concrete proof that GMO foods are actually bad for us? Has there been any concrete proof? You know what? I'll do some follow-up and I'll let you know the answer to that question tomorrow. Uh, But thank you, Tina, nonetheless. Leon says, I think the natural versus synthetic debate is old school with tech advances we're blurring the lines i mean look at lab grown meat it's not natural but uh, in the tra- in the traditional sense but it's eco-friendly and ethical mm. have you tried that beyond meat that natu- the the fake meat that bleeds no have you have you tried one of the whopper the vegetable whoppers no Oh, I did, out of curiosity. I've actually, for, for someone who complains about veganism so much, you know, I have been to a ton of vegan restaurants. I actually enjoy vegan food. Like, particularly um, Satan. Hail Satan! <laughs> it's a, it's delicious food. My only problem with vegan food is that they, they, they have to, like, they have to falsify that it's an actual meat. Vegan bacon? No, it's like nuts or something. Just make it, <laughs> give it another name. I don't know. Um, if it's cheap, I don't mind processed tubes of meat. Exactly. Exactly. Um, come on. And then where do you draw the line? Where do you gatekeep what is natural or not? Like, is hamon serrano natural Natch. You know, it has to go through a process of drying and curing, you know? And then you don't eat it off the bone. You slice it. Is that natural? I mean, yeah. I would argue it's more natural than a chicken nugget. But a chicken nugget is nothing but processed meat. The processes are very different. Where do you gatekeep and draw the line? Natural, the marketing term natural as a synonym for better is, um, is just the world of marketing trying to fool you, I think, guys. But that's just my opinion, friends. What we care about is your opinion here. So I made the statement that natural, the term natural is often misguided and not always better. You guys in the chat said. Almost the same as Instagram. 75% true. Does it surprise you, Natch? A little bit, but no. Have you, Has your needle swung a little hearing the arguments today? No, I understand that maybe uh, people are saying that they will. Uh, companies using this is natural. It's like kind of uh, misleading. misleading. Yeah, yeah. But in, in general, I think natural is better. But I agree. <laughs> With those, <laughs> I, everything. Everybody has their opinion. Exactly. As Grandpa Bo used to say, Natch, they're like buttholes. Opinions. Everybody has one, and they all stink, including ours. Um. Yeah. So to close down this topic, like, how do we close it down? I don't know. Well, yeah. Even I have these remnants of the opinion that natural is always better but then you know if i go to the gym i wear my synthetic plastic sneakers (laughs) and my breathable lycra sportswear you know if i have um if i have an illness i'll take synthetic medicines i buy processed foods and enjoy them it's not like i i cry while i'm eating them so the point is um I think we need to draw a line between what is natural and what is not. That natural isn't always a synonym for better. That in the vast oceans of, of human achievement, we have managed to create things that we may consider synthetic but are at the net benefit of society, you know? And the idea of kind of foods, um, as technology advances and synthetic foods come onto the market, I mean, look, guys, we're all going to be at a point Um, in the not-too-distant future where we're eating synthetic meat. I mean, look at what's happening um, ecologically. One of the worst olive oil harvests of all time this year. Um, Grain, all sorts of things in short supply as the desertification of Europe continues. Um, We're going to have to get used more and more to the idea of our food being... um, facilitated by um, by science and not necessarily by mother earth and also I would argue that um, natural is a buzzword because surely if it's created by human hands it's natural isn't it are we not natural creatures on this planet I know we don't always behave as such Anyway, but that's just some food for thought, guys, because I agree. Natural, you know what I mean? If you're ever bitten into a real natural tomato compared to one you get from the supermarket, you know which one's better immediately. So it's an interesting and nuanced argument today, something that we're going to dive a little deeper in in future episodes, this idea of natural being better where it is and where it isn't. Thank you for um, participating in that today. Let's move on to today's 100 Humans. (laughs) Oh my God, friends, it was a long walk to work today across capped mountains and through river valleys and on that walk, I encountered 100 humans and I asked them all a question. Today's question was, name reasons some people hate camping. Razones por las que algunas personas odian acampar. Name reasons some people hate camping. I asked them that question. They gave me their answers. I'm in possession of the top seven answers right here. Your job in the chat is to identify those top seven answers. Okay, put your thinking caps on the wonderful warriors, the ProBoshaw audience. We need your help. Name reasons people, some people hate camping. As always, there is no right answer here. The closest we can come as mere mortals is turning our attention to the oracle over there oracle what do you think what's a reason people might hate camping bugs bugs, bugs. bags well no use don't adopt my crappy accent match <laughs> richard would kill me after years bugs yes there are so many bugs in here bugs as i would say it, in my yorkshire accent bugs you know, Vero um, Vero agrees with you. She says bugs in general, mosquitoes. Dude, I still I still have the mosquito plague in my house. Apparently, I haven't seen one since the weekend, but I think I've got I was bitten last night on my cheek. <laughs> okay, bugs is bugs there? Bichos, bichos raros, bichos bugs. It's there. Well done, Vero. Well done, Nach. name reasons people hate camping bugs natch vero with 33 of the 100 humans (laughs) it's the number one answer very good guys all right you've identified the number one answer bugs bugs not like errores, like insectos all right all right not even any nivolato right not even a nivelazo. nivelazo. I don't often do teaching on this show. <laughs> All right. Next, um, let's see. Um, Eugene says, there are no bathrooms. There are no bathrooms. There are no facilities, would you say? There are no bathrooms. There's nowhere to sit down watch TV. There are no facilities. Um, falta instalaciones. You know? Is it there? Yes, it is, Eugene. Well done. 12 of 100 humans said a lack of facilities. Mm, 12 is in the fourth place. Well done. Um, Bad weather in the chat. The weather. Oh, I don't want to go camping. The weather. I'll be subjected to the weather. You know, anyone who's writing this and they're saying natural is better than synthetic, I want you to um, pay attention. (laughs) Where did you go on holiday? Did you go and the outback and um, uh, and you know and squeeze water from cactuses as you slept under the stars? or did you go to a nice hotel? <laughs> by a beach somewhere drinking mojitos? Tell me again how much you love natural <laughs> Anyway, so the weather is weather there? Yes, it is well done, Eugene. Eugene killing it Vero, well done. Name reasons some people. Camping mm. Alright, let me try and uh, Let me try and give you guys some um, Some clues Alright, the the fifth most popular answer, Natch I don't think you only have to worry about Six-legged things when you're camping Especially if you're in Montana If you're on mountain tops or river valleys You know, they, we're not just w- worrying about insects, are we? Not just the six-legged ones. What am I talking about, Natch? There's a word. Uh, uh, Animal, wild animal. Very good, Natch. Um, Give yourself a Probo-approved. Probo-approved. We would say the word for it is wildlife. Wildlife. Well done, it's there. (laughs) Vero got that one as well. Well done, Vero. Fifth most popular Um, answer. Six of a hundred humans said that one. Okay, um... Okay, if there are no bathrooms... Well, in general, really, in general, <laughs> these are tough to give clues for. You know, you're out there in the, in the mud and in the dust. Eventually, by the end of the day, you know, if there are no facilities, you will be what? Mm. The opposite of how you would feel after a lovely shower. What am I talking about, Natch? Mm, dirty? Dirtiness! Well done, Natch! <laughs> Dirtiness. Reminds me of the Christina Agu- Aguilera song. Dirtiness! There we go. It's the sixth most popular answer. Five of a hundred humans. Dirtiness. I want to go camping because it's dirty. Okay. Um, I would say that when you just go to a hotel, it requires less of this. Like, uh, you know. You have to, you have to, you, oh, this is a tough one to get. I might just give you this answer. <laughs> I'm going to try. I'm going to try. So you have to use less of this when you're in, um, uh, when you're on holiday. You don't have to make an, this word. Everything's easy for you. Because you want an experience that's different from your, your, your normal work life, where you have to make a big, to make anything happen what am i talking what's that word that's missing natch i don't know oh yeah it's a tough one the word was effort wah, wah, wah. <laughs> effort man camping is such an effort um luggage says vero that the, you know you don't need luggage Oh, there's too much like i don't know what how you mean that but i suppose when you can take luggage, it provides you with a certain amount of comfort. This is me stretching, stretching the chigley. It provide luggage provides you with comfort, a change of clothes. If you're just going backpacking and camping, how uncomfortable would that be? Is this comfort there? Yes, it is. Well done, Barrow. <laughs> That's the top seven answers. Well done, guys. All right. So I asked 100 humans to name reasons. Nombre razones por las que algunas personas odian a campar. Name reasons some people hate camping. In position number seven seven, um, was esfuerzo. Too much effort. It's Too much effort to camp. I have to erect my own hotel. Rubbish. In position number six. We had the dirtiness. Um, oh, now they're coming in thick and fast. <laughs> in position number... Five! Um, wildlife. Animales, right? Animales. How would you say wildlife in Spanish now? Vida salvaje. Vida salvajes. Okay. Thank you, thank you. In position number... Four! A lack of installations. This was Eugene. Um, yeah, our facilities. Uh, falta de instalaciones. There's no bathroom. I have to poop in the woods like a bear. All right, in position number three. El tiempo, the weather. The weather. 14 of 100 humans said that one. In position number two. Um, we had discomfort, malestar. You know, oh God, it's just so uncomfortable sleeping in a sleeping bag. And finally, in position number one. Well done to Vero and the Natch, we had bugs. killing it guys well done all right the final well, let's move on to the final um, interactive section of today's show that is complete the news complete the news okay friends you know how this works i am going to give you a real news headline and using the three options i provide you you will complete the news. So here we go. Real news headline. I'm going to leave out some information and using the three options I give you, you will complete the news. If you're one of the people out there listening but not participating for whatever reason, friends, this is your moment because all you have to write is A, B, or C. All right, let's go. Complete the news. Police on um, British Columbia Island... Respond to reports of mysterious screaming, and find a blank. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna piss people off with this one, Natch. Police on British Columbia island respond to reports of mysterious screaming and find a blank. Um, la policía de una isla de Columbia Británica responde a algunas denuncias de gritos misteriosos y encuentran blank what do they find is it a a flamenco singer <laughs> un uh, can- cantante flamenco de flamenco cantante de flamenco is it b a sad goat una cabra triste Oh, or is it C A heavy metal band I don't know, heavy metal <laughs> A, B, or C Yeah, Eugene just says crocodile immediately <laughs> Police on British Columbia Island respond to mysterious screaming And find blank Is it A A flamenco singer Un cantante de flamenco. <laughs> is it B, a sad goat? Una cabra triste? Oui. Or is it C, a heavy metal band? Un bandón un grupo the heavy metal? A, B, or C? <laughs> I love the way the chat is thinking today, friends. You guys rock. What do you think it is, Natch? A uh, sad goat. You think a sad goat. You think B. Only one person in the chat agrees with you, Natch. And that is Ronnie. Everybody else. <laughs> Can you guess what everybody else said? Cantante flamenco. <laughs> yeah. This ah! <laughs> is this my revenge from when you all um, gave me a hard time about saying uh, Paco de Lucía sings. I think it is. <laughs> or maybe it's not. Let's see. All right. So here we go. Police on British Columbia Island or BC Island respond to reports of mysterious screaming and find a... The answer is... Well done, Ronnie and Natch. It's B. <laughs> it is, in fact, a sad goat. Una cabra triste. Um, yeah, this coming from CBC... Um, which is kind of Canada's version of the BBC. In a humorous turn of of events on Quadra Island, officers responded to reports of mysterious screaming, only to find that the source was not a person in distress, um, or or a flamenco singer. I added that bit. (laughs) But a mama goat, a mother goat, separated from her young. Aww. The incident, which occurred near a ravine on October 30th, initially raised concerns of someone potentially in danger. However, further investigation revealed it was the goat's cries that were mistaken for human screams. Well done, Natch. No flies on you today, my friend. You get you, you killed it. What a hell of a show, guys. We've spoken about everything from billionaires to Shakira not paying her taxes to the drama that is ensuing um, over... At the open AI offices. You know, let this be a lesson. Don't use AI, use elves. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Guys, a hell of a show. Thank you for participating. Thank you for joining us in today's interesting, if rather broad, unpopular opinion about the word natural and um, how it's often misused and mischaracterized as better. Friends, there are so many. Paco de Luzia didn't sing Rob. He only played guitar. I know, Vero. I made that mistake before. I meant Cameron. <laughs> All right, guys. So many things you could have been doing this morning. An infinite number of things. But guys, instead of doing those things, you took the time to spend some time with me. And it means the absolute world. We will see you tomorrow.